You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Welcome, Wealth Builders, to podcast number 70. Today, we have a treat for you. The topic is timely. Today, we're going to talk about taxes. Now, if you're trying to plan for your 2022 taxes, you're a little bit too late because it's time to pay those now. But we can try and reduce what you pay for your 2023 taxes. The key word here is planning. Financial planning is a very effective way of not only building wealth and preparing for retirement, but also reducing taxes. What you reduce in taxes is more money that you have available to save towards retirement or to accumulate wealth. And there's really two ways, two approaches you can take towards reducing your taxes or planning your taxes. One is called the above the line deductions. Now, the above the line deductions reduce a taxpayer's adjusted gross income and they're allowed regardless of whether you itemize or take the standard deduction because this is the amount of money that you use to put down for your income. The above the line deductions are important because Reducing your adjusted gross income may help you qualify for additional deductions or credits on your return. Now, mostly high income earners are going to be getting a lot of the uh, deductions and credits that you see or hear about. But there's something for everyone. So you want to make sure you go through the exercise. Now, here are some of the above the line deductions to look out for. Your health savings account, the HSA. Some of you have jobs that provide you with a HSA to put money in to cover your deductibles or your prescriptions or your out-of-pocket expenses for your doctor. HSAs are triple tax advantage accounts. Contributions are tax deductible and the money grows tax-free and the withdrawals are tax-free for qualified medical expenses for those people who are under the age of 65. And for any purpose, if you are uh, age 65 or over. Now, the contribution limits for the 2022 HSA was $36.50. And this is for individuals. And if you're a couple or a family, you can contribute as much as $7,300 into a health savings account. Now, if you are 55 or older, you can contribute an extra $1,000 to your HSA account. So if you have the 
ability to fund a health savings account with your employer, you should absolutely do that. Because not only is it going to help you reduce your taxes, but it also helps you to manage your cash flow by making sure that you have some funds available to pay for those unexpected health care expenses. The other one is the deductible traditional IRA account, individual retirement account. So if your job does not allow you to participate in a 401k or a 403b, and these are traditional tax qualified plans or what's called qualified contribution plans, you can put money into an IRA. Now, contributions to a traditional IRA are deductible with different income thresholds based on how much money you're making, how old you are. If you and your spouse did not have access to that group plan, you most certainly want to take advantage of the IRA plan. So let's say you have a married couple uh, and there's just one spouse that has access to a group retirement plan and the other one does not. That threshold is 205000 to 214000 If both the husband and wife have access to a group plan, then the limits for the deductibility of an IRA would drop drastically to 109 to 129. But just keep in mind, if you have a choice between putting money into a traditional IRA and putting money into a 401k or a 403b, you would absolutely want to put it into the 401k or the 403b because A, you can put more in and B, oftentimes those accounts are matched by your employer. So keep that in mind. Now for a single filer who has access to a group retirement plan, the limit is $68,000 to $78,000. So just remember, if you're making $100,000 a year and you don't have a 401k and you're age 55, you can put $7,500 into your 401k for 2022. And you can actually do that up until April the 15th of 2023. That comes right off of your adjusted gross income. So if you made $100,000, you're going to be paying taxes only on 92.5. So keep that in mind. The other one is the qualified retirement plan contributions. This one most people are familiar with because this is at your job. Many employers offer qualified retirement savings plans such as 401k, 403b, and a 457 plan to help attracting the qualified employees. Now, the 401k is the most common one. Most companies provide that. 403b is really the nonprofit version of the 401k. You'll see there's the schools and hospitals. And 457 plans, you usually see those with municipalities such as water companies and electric companies. Now, if your employer offers one of these plans, this is one of the easiest ways for income earners to reduce taxes. Reductions occur directly out of your paycheck and don't even appear on your tax return. Now, so that means if you made 100000 and you were putting 10% of your income into your 401k, you only made 90000 And you didn't have to write a check. It came right off the top. So it's a very easy way to do it. And oftentimes, if you put $10,000 into that 401k, your employer probably matched 50% up to 6%. So they probably put in $3,000 into your 401k. So that's $13,000 in your retirement account. So if you're not participating in a 401k, you're loud and wrong. You're leaving not only good tax deferred savings on the table, but you're also missing some tax deductions right now. Then you have your qualified charitable distributions. 
A qualified charitable distribution is a distribution from an IRA owned by an individual age 70 and a half or over and it's paid directly from the IRA to a qualified charity. This one you don't hear much about. In simple terms, the IRS allows you to pay organizations like your church or your favorite charity tax-free from your IRA account. Now, a QCD, as it's known, has the potential to save you thousands of dollars in taxes if you are charitably inclined, of course. Now, special note for individuals age 50 and over who also have over $1 million. Tying your tax plan to your retirement plan can be hard, but it's necessary. So make sure that you're bringing on board a certified financial advisor or a certified public accountant to actually help you with this effort. Then we have the below the line deductions. Now, below the line deductions are also known as standard deductions or itemized deductions. And they determine how much you'll be paying in taxes based on your adjusted gross income after the calculation. In other words, you may have made $100,000 at your job, but once you take out your deductions, what you put into your 401k, what you put into your uh, IRA and other above the line deductions, then you come up with your adjusted gross income and that is the income that you actually pay taxes on. So that's why sometimes you get back a refund because you were actually paying taxes throughout the year based on your actual gross income. But the taxes was due is on your adjusted gross income, which may be in most times lower than your gross income. Anyway, nearly 90% of taxpayers will end up taking the standard deduction. Now, the standard deduction is when the IRS says, look, this is what you made. This is what will allow you to deduct from your income. This standard deduction should always be compared up to the Schedule A deduction because the Schedule A deduction is an itemized deduction where you're actually looking at things like your interest on your home, property taxes, any medical expenses over 7.5% of your income. If that amount is not higher than the standard deduction, you should do the standard deduction, which is right now, was as of 2022, $12,950 for individuals and $25,900 for married couples. So if your itemized deduction is not higher than those numbers, you should do the standard deduction. And when it comes to itemized deductions, you want to consider a few things. One, your charitable contributions. What you give to your church, what you give to, what you give to other qualified nonprofit organizations. All that money is deductible against your adjusted gross income. So you want to keep good records of any gifts that you're making so that if you are audited, you'll be able to support that deduction that you put down. And then there's the mortgage interest expenses. This one's easy because if you have a mortgage, you're going to receive lots of paperwork at the end of the year from the mortgage company that clearly lists how much you paid in interest. And if you are escrowing your property taxes, it'll also list that as well. So you'll know what you can write off on your tax returns based on the interest that you paid on your home loan. Now, keep in mind that in 2022, up to $750,000 in principal finance may be tax deductible. Beyond that, you'll still run into some problems. And then there's the medical expenses. Now, oftentimes people don't spend enough money on medical expenses to really utilize this deduction. But if you track your expenses, you may be in a situation, if you have a large family, that you've actually spent 
more than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. And then that amount may be deducted against your income. But it all goes to record keeping and organization. So be clear and be precise. Now don't confuse tax deferral with tax deduction. The money that you put into things like annuities, cash value life insurance policies, these things grow tax deferred, but they are not tax deductible. A tax deferred investment means that when the investment makes money, you don't pay any taxes on those gains until later when you take it out. Whereas a tax deductible investment, you get to deduct the money up front. There are some situations where you can have both tax deduction and tax deferral, such as the 401k, the 403b, the IRA. The money you put into that gets deducted off of your income in the year that you put it in, and it grows tax deferred. Just remember, all of these qualified accounts that are put in place to encourage you to save for your retirement come with restrictions. You cannot pull money out of your qualified retirement account before the age of 59 and a half without paying a penalty assessed to you by the IRS. Well, the key thing is to make sure you're filing your taxes. Don't put it off. The best way to prepare yourself for filing your taxes is to do comprehensive financial planning throughout the year. This will give you all the information that you need to adequately file your taxes at the end of each year. So until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. I know you can. I teach you how to stay. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to stay. Your bank account will be spilling out with them. Dividends. I teach you how to stay. Well, number one, if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.